Encyclopedia Brown, The Case of the Headless Ghost. In the winter, Encyclopedia did his detective work in the dining room. That and his schoolwork kept him busy. When school let out for the summer, he set up his own detective agency in the garage. He shared his office with his father's car. As soon as Chief Brown left for work in the mornings, Encyclopedia opened for business. Every summer morning, he hung his sign outside the garage. Brown Detective Agency, 13 Rover Avenue. Leroy Brown, President. No case too small. 25 cents per day, plus expenses. He sat at a battered old desk next to the red gasoline can and waited for customers. One morning, he watched the children of the neighborhood run past his driveway. Not one of them stopped. Finally, Davy Jones slowed down long enough to let Encyclopedia know what was happening. Idaville, being a seaside town, had its share of pirate history. Davy Jones was crazy about pirates. Today he wore a black eye patch and a red bandana tied around his head. He waved a small pirate flag. Ahoy, matey, he yelled. Ye best set sail or it's a ghostly treasure you'll be missing out on. Shimmer me timbers, Encyclopedia said, playing along. Who's the ghost and where's the treasure? It's old cutthroat Flint. He's haunting Idaville, Davy explained. Encyclopedia had heard of old cutthroat Flint. Everyone in Idaville had. The pirate hid out in the area back in the 1800s when his ship, the scurvy serpent, needed repairs. Legend had it that old cutthroat buried his pirate's booty before setting sail. Old cutthroat was famously mean, even for a pirate. His buccaneer staged a mutiny and old cutthroat lost his head. His body was said to be sailing the seven seas, searching for his head. His treasure had never been found. Bugs Meanie is selling peaks at the ghost for 10 cents, Davy said. For a quarter, you can talk to the ghosts. That's why I'm dressed like this. I'm going to ask him where he buried his gold doubloons. If he thinks I'm a pirate, he might tell. Bugs Meanie, Encyclopedia asked. Davy nodded. Old Cutthroat is haunting the Tiger's Clubhouse. Bugs said he showed up last night. Encyclopedia immediately knew something was wrong. Bugs was the leader of a gang of tough older boys. They called themselves the Tigers. They should have called themselves the Pirates. They sailed the seas of Idaville, always ready to steal the treasure of the small kids. Encyclopedia would have liked to make the Tigers all walk the plank. Arr, Davy continued. Bugs knows it's old cutthroat because it's a headless ghost. How will the ghost tell you where to find the treasure if it doesn't have a mouth? Encyclopedia asked. Davy lowered his pirate flag to Jolly Roger. You don't believe Bugs? I'd sooner believe cats bark, Encyclopedia told him. I don't want to miss out on seeing a real pirate ghost if there is one, Davy said. He plunked a quarter on the gas can beside Encyclopedia. I'm hiring you. Come with me and prove the ghost is fake. He pulled a candy bar from his pocket. This will help you think better. I'm sure of it, the boy detective said. He accepted the candy before Davy changed his mind. Together, the boys set off for the Tiger's Clubhouse, an, unusual tool sh an unused tool shed behind Miss Sweeney's auto body shop. Strange sounds started to come toward them when they were about a block away. The closer they got, the more eerie the sounds became. There were screeches and moans and one very loud arg. Suddenly, Melissa Chambers raced past, holding her ears. A ghost, a ghost, she screamed. A line of kids had nervously formed outside the Tiger's clubhouse. Bugs and Duke Kelly, a tiger, stood in front of the closed door. A black curtain hung over the window as kids deposited their dimes in Bugs' hand. Duke Kelly pulled back the curtain and let them peek inside. An orange crate was nearby for the shorter kids. Encyclopedia and Davy took their places at the end of the line. Step up and pay your dime to see the headless ghost, Bugs said. Remember, it's a dime to peek in the window and a quarter to enter the pirate's cabin. Ask him where he hid its pirate's booty if you dare. Encyclopedia's friend Fang's Liverite was at the front of the line. He handed a dime to Bugs and stepped up to the window. 
Remember, he doesn't have a head, Bug said. He's wearing one of our tiger t-shirts, so you'll be able to see the, his invisible ghost's body. Fangs nodded, and Duke Kelly pulled back the curtain. At that moment, there was a loud, angry howl from inside the shed. Fang shook as if he'd just been dipped in electricity. The kids online behind him wanted to know what Fang saw. It's a headless ghost, all right, Fang said, and boy is he mad. I wouldn't go in there if I were you. Davy swallowed. Maybe going in to see old Cutthroat isn't such a good idea. I think I'll just peek in the window. He might think I'm one of the pirates that cut off his head. Yo ho ho, you don't have to go inside, Bugs reminded everyone. For just one thin dime, you can peek in the window. He scanned the line and spotted Encyclopedia. What are you doing here? I'm here to put a stop to your piracy, Encyclopedia told him. I don't think there's a ghost at all. Oh yeah? Are you brave enough to go inside and face this ghost you don't believe in? Bugs asked with a sneer. Or are you too chicken-hearted? There was a low growl from inside the shed, followed by a loud roar. Fetch my cat of nine tails! I'm a couple landlubbers to be teaching a lesson! It, it's the ghost! Davy stammered. He slipped his quarter into Encyclopedia's hand. You go ahead. I don't need any pirate's booty, he said. His teeth were chattering. Suddenly, Encyclopedia didn't think facing the headless ghost was such a good idea either. Bugs smirked at him, and Duke Kelly let out a loud snicker. Encyclopedia handed over the quarter. Remember, we're not responsible for what happens in there. It's your idea to face the ghost, Bugs said to Encyclopedia. I think I'll make a daring escape, Davy said. Bugs turned to Duke. On the count of three. One, two, three, they said together. Duke opened the door, and Bugs pushed Encyclopedia inside. The door closed behind him with a slam. Encyclopedia found himself face to chest with a white tiger's t-shirt in the dark shed. Whatever wore it definitely didn't have a head. Landlubber, the t-shirt screamed. Scalawag, is it me treasure ye be after? Encyclopedia cleared his throat. Is there a treasure, he asked. Not for a sprog like you, the t-shirt said. Encyclopedia's eyes darted around the shed. A fly settled on Encyclopedia's forehead. He chased it away with a clenched hand. What's that ye be hiding in your hand, old cutthroat demanded. A trick? No, it's a candy bar, Encyclopedia told him. I'll have that, the headless creature yelled, grounding the candy bar. Be gone with you. The ghost dropped behind a pile of orange crates. The door opened, and Encyclopedia felt himself being pulled outside. I told you it was a real ghost, Bugs said triumphantly, and now you can't prove otherwise. Encyclopedia held out his hand, palm up. Give me back my quarter, Bugs, and give everyone back their dimes. There's no ghost. How did Encyclopedia know? Solution to the case of the headless ghost. The ghost's hands gave him away. Bugs had come up with his plan after reading about the mystery of old cutthroat Flint's treasure in the local paper. Too lazy to search for the treasure himself, he decided to cheat the children out of Idaville out of their hard-earned dimes and quarters. The ghost of old cutthroat Flint was really Rocky Graham, a tiger in an extra-large t-shirt. He had pulled his head under the collar and relied on the dark shed and the pile of orange crates to hide his legs in lumpy shape. Bugs didn't think anyone would be brave enough to enter the shed. He never warned Rocky about his hands. When Rocky grabbed Encyclopedia's candy bar with very real hands, the detective knew the ghost was fake. Luckily for Encyclopedia and the rest of the kids, Rocky had a sweet tooth. Rocky handed over the candy bar, and Bugs gave everyone their dimes back, grumbling the whole time.